All right, guys, we have a very special announcement. It's official. The Bases Loaded Pod is joining the Roto Baller Radio Podcast Network. A little bit about Roto Baller. Since 2013, Roto Baller has been grinding away, providing millions of fantasy addicts their fix with player news and cutting edge fantasy analysis. If you didn't know, Roto Baller's 2020 MLB draft kit is already live. Roto Baller's premium draft kit includes exclusive access to 15 draft tools, including printable cheat sheets for every single possible league type. I'm talking mixed leagues, points, head-to-head, dynasty, roto, AL only, NL only, you name it, they've got it. Roto Baller's premium draft kit includes exclusive access to 15 draft tools. These draft tools include printable cheat sheets for every single possible league type. I'm talking mixed leagues, points leagues, head-to-head, roto, dynasty, AL or NL only, you name it, they've got it. They also offer rankings and projections from the number one most accurate industry expert, Nick Mariano. Not to mention access to their exclusive rankings wizard. Like I said, there's 15. Those are just three. So there's so much more to check out. For a limited time, get your MLB premium pass for 50% off. But wait, it does actually get better. Right now, you can get an additional 10% off if you use promo code BASESLOADED. Just visit rotoballer.com slash BASESLOADED to sign up for your premium pass today so you can dominate your leagues tomorrow. Bases loaded and one out. Oh my God! Deep to right field, way up there and way out of here. Second deck walk off home run. Grand slash. Hello and welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bases Loaded. Bases Loaded is a fantasy baseball podcast, and I'm your host, Mike Curland. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike underscore Curland. And today, I am joined. Luckily enough, with everything going on, I was able to grab the ITL guys, not just one, but both, Bogman and Welsh. They are here today. Gentlemen, what's going on? You can introduce yourself. I know you guys have so much going on. We could talk literally the whole hour about just how much work you guys do. <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, we'll start with Welsh. Introduce yourself, where they can find you, all that good stuff. And then Bogman, sorry, buddy. Second fiddle as always. Yeah. Get- <laughs> yeah, this podcast is off to a very good start. I am liking yeah. this. What's up, everybody? Yep. Uh, Chris Welsh, is it the Welsh is the Twitter handle, the Welsh. It's a, kind of always done in a statement. It's actually been a really funny, it's a funny thing, and I got to give credit to Bogman. Bogman kind of, cre- I, I came up, you know, obviously with, we're going to go more by Welsh in, in high school. Uh, Bogman and I have been buddies since high school. We always, you know, refer to each other by our last names. Bogman was the one that kind of instituted the the, you know, making it a thing like that, like the Welsh. And it's turned into a really just funny thing I've dealt with in the industry. Not so much anymore, but over time with, you know, you go on like Sirius XM or, you know, we have a radio show on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network or Sports Grid. People just kind of adjusting to the the process and how much it went over and didn't go over over time has been pretty funny. But, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh because that is the name. And then there's that guy over there. There's that Bachman guy. Yeah, I may be number two on the podcast, but I'm number one in your heart. Everyone knows that. <laughs> there it is. At Bogman Sports for me on the Twitter machine, obviously, the Welsh and I doing all of uh, the podcasts that we possibly can. We've got uh, basketball, baseball, football. Uh, obviously, the Welsh has probably the best prospect podcast. And I'm, I'm not talking just fantasy prospect podcast. I'm talking also just prospect podcast uh, nice. in prospect one I do uh, college fantasy football as well, so we're covering you on pretty much every single front that we can. A- anything but hockey. 
And our guy Jesse Severe does. Yeah, that, Curlin, so. do, you, do you hear how, like, I, I think all of what's going on in the world, Bogman, is, this is Nice Guy Bogman. Nice Guy Bogman is back. That was the nicest <laughs> introduction or nicest thing I've even heard from Bogman in a long time. I think this whole uh, staying at home and social distancing thing, everyone's back on Bogman's level of social distancing. <laughs> you know what's so. funny is I feel like I usually stay in my house and never leave, and now because uh, I, I'm I'm doing Postmates because it's crazy. Oh, you're busy like Andy Young. You're like the Diamondbacks, I, Andy Young. You and him now. Yeah, it's me and Andy Young. Yeah, we're both U- Uber drivers and uh, food delivery people. So uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a better mood getting out of my house a little bit. Who would have nice. known that sunshine uh, would actually be good for you? I had no clue. No idea. That, that involves physical activity. And I, these days, like if I can avoid it, <laughs> I'm good. I'm just <laughs> staying at my house. I think what it is, Welsh, is that the Bogman's on especially hate behavior because he's on a guest on a, another podcast. He's like, you know what? I'll be a good guy today. I'll be nice. Because, you know, everyone knows that two of you together, he'll usually razz you a little bit, but he's going to be nice. He's going to be laid back today. Yeah. See, he didn't have to do like, the work. I mean, that's the big thing. Like, neither. That's what's so nice about doing this is like, we didn't have to come up with the sheets we don't have to do the stuff we don't have to do the editing you're i mean you're literally making for whatever reason mike you're making this about us so you're feeding our ego Mm -hmm. you're feeding our uh desire to not have to work i mean there's really nothing that can go wrong here and the best part is and you've seen the outline and people have come to these shows that they are literally just all things face baseball because and the idea is to keep it simple the with everything going on this is the perfect time for this type of podcast because you could literally come on here kind of just be yourselves kind of just have a little fun and at the same time educate everybody as far as well i mean we'll see what how much educating it gets that gets gets done but it's always been as- an issue of ours mike is being ourselves we definitely yeah. we definitely lack being ourselves in every capacity yeah, <laughs> which by the way has probably been our downfall in anything i appreciate you yeah. wanting to center in this league but definitely we we bogman and i made a commitment um because we'll probably talk about it we did stuff before in this league, really not to be all weird, but like before podcasting was even a big thing. That was one of the things we had, but we were absolutely nobody. But one of the things that we kind of made a commitment to for better or the worse, however the listener would uh, view it, that we're always going to be ourselves. We, like, we To a fault, we can't help but be ourselves. We've yeah. killed opportunities because we just can't help to be ourselves <laughs> and everything like that. So like I said, better or worse, we're always going to be that. And that's awesome. I honestly, and I can relate to that. Like, I met Bogman for the first time a little over a year ago, and he was one of my first guests. And I told him, and I've mentioned this before, I was honestly straight up fanboying. Call it what you want. That's what it was. I was like, holy crap, Bogman's on my podcast. Like, this is. This and is I was win. like, shut up. That is yeah. the weirdest thing I've ever. I mean, we, <laughs> that you know is weird that Bogman gets fanboyed about. But you know what? Hey, I got to throw out here. We had put, we got a Patreon, and we're definitely not one of the forefronters of it, but we've had one for like three years where a lot of people are kind of stepping into it. And we we did a we did a the promotion where we the Carl's Jr. bit we did last year in baseball where every Diamondbacks lost, mm-hmm. Bo, uh, Bogman would eat Carl's Jr. and he ended up eating like ninety times and it became a whole thing. We're like jokingly we're like jokingly like hey Bogman will autograph Carl's Jr. bags. I came up with the idea for our Patreon and we had exponentially more people than we thought actually sign up because they wanted those bags. That's awesome. Like it or not guys. Cause like I I went to first pitch Florida, which I'm going to try to make out to Arizona. Obviously we'll see how everything goes the rest of this year, (laughs) but Exactly. If there's even first pitch, the last Arizona. pitch Arizona is what yeah. they're going to call it. <laughs> <laughs> that was what they didn't know is that was 2019's version. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. But I, I just again, I got the chance to meet everybody like in person, and it was like kind of surreal because again, and as guys, you guys have been doing it for a while now, and 
we'll get into exactly how you started. You kind of sort of teased it, but uh, just it was kind of cool. Like people, everyone really is just a regular person, and nobody really thinks of them as being a big deal. But you guys have to realize you've been, you know, even though you might not feel like it, you guys kind of are a big deal. You, you know, you guys have been doing this for a while. I, I don't know how well respected you are. Depends on who you ask. Not very, but, but yeah. <laughs> I'm respected enough to still be doing Postmates. There you go. So yeah, but in all seriousness, like you guys have been, uh, you guys have been doing this for such a long time, and you guys have built a following, and people know who you are, and and you guys put a lot more out there than the average person as well. So that's nice of you to say, Mike. You want you may give an example of, like that's really nice, and and I think we both lose sight of it sometimes because mm-hmm. like I, I do a whole bit, like I, I can be abrasive in a lot of different fronts and I, I'll do a bit of like us not being respected and stuff like that. And there's truth to it, but there's also absolutely not truth to it because yeah. you know, our Patreon is, is really big and then we've always had really good supporters. We have really hardcore fans, but here's what I would liken it to because I don't have a good gauge of it because I tend to, I'm always on the, the kind of negative, like, you know, I can have a hundred nice things said to me and the one bad thing can just kind of ruin my day and just, I'll focus on that. It's not really a glass half empty thing. It's who the hell put this glass here? Yeah. Why is this glass <laughs> even here? What is it? But, um, here's what I would say. Cause I don't have a good gauge of what that is. So like, you know, for you to say that, that's really nice. I would feel like ITL is like a, um, like a punk band. Like we would be like a popular punk band. Like we're not mainstream like an indie punk. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say names because I could be like, oh, the Ramones, and people would be like, give me a break. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it's like think of us from like you know someone like Dropkick Murphys. Like we're like a we're a punk band that if you love punk and you love maybe the alternative uh, fantasy scene, people really like us. So from that standpoint, we're important to some people, but we're not mainstream at all. I mean, I, I think to first pitch Arizona when that certain ESPN personality, Bogman, walks up, hi, I'm Bogman, he's like, okay. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, all right, cool, man. That's nice. Uh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. you know what? It's okay. You guys, like, like you said, you built what you, you kind of built the success that you've had around this niche of yours. And it's not really niche. Again, it's just you guys being yourself, but it's okay because that isn't highlighted enough. And, and I'm, I'm guilty of it. My podcast, it has personality, but I, I wouldn't lie to you and act like it's like fully myself. I try to keep it somewhat professional. I have my kids yelling in the background right now. I have no idea what the hell's going on. Because <laughs> um, they're home. You know, they're it, just like, Jesus, yeah, what home. do we do? here's the thing like this isn't like i live in a 1100 square foot apartment like there is not much space for three kids my oldest son's it's a whole i'm a mess i have three kids two different women my third my kids visiting right now Uh, oh dude i'm a mess (laughs) mike you sound like a great time you actually sound like a really good time that's all i'm saying so (laughs) yeah oh no uh, i'm sober right now i don't know how i'm doing it but i should be day drinking right now but um (laughs) In all seriousness, though, it's just like obviously I'm not even gonna bother editing. Like normally, I got I would edit my kids out, or I would stop and go handle it. But they're home. Everyone's going through this. This is real life. Like we're trying. This is me trying to network and have a good time. But my kids are legitimately trying to ruin it. So it's okay. Either way, it doesn't matter. That's life. Yeah, virus or not, that's life, Mike. So get used to that. That's the thing. (laughs) Oh, so speaking of, I know it's kind of doom and gloom, and I hate to bring this up, but I am genuinely curious. So if you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. But you guys legitimately. Do I know this is not anybody's like main job by any means, but you guys built a pretty good like little multi-sport network. And how is all this no sports pretty much like affecting you guys? Like you guys probably calling audibles about uh, going about your plans a different way and all that. Like what's going on over there? Yeah, I mean, if you can even talk about it, I don't know. No, yeah, no, we'll, t- we'll talk about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Bog and I are both nervous. We're both nervous about it because you know we've put. Um, 
I mean, we, I mean, we put you know seven years into in this league, and as far as like our Patreon goes, which is kind of what you're referring to, our network, we call it the ITL mm-hmm. Army, and we yeah. got a lot of different stuff that's going on with it. Um, I mean, we just we just crossed 500, which is a big deal, and it's also it's a it's a prominent deal for like the stuff you know that we do in preparation, and for us being able to make the commitment to the shows that we do. I mean, every single show that Bogman are that Bogman and I are on. We do multiple shows, and then we also do comedy shows on that network. We've got these group me rooms, so it would be silly and a lie for us to say we're not like concerned, right, Boggs? Like, I mean, I kind of hit you when the of first course. thing happened. Yeah, I was no, like, no, no. "This is a thing." I mean, I, I I think we're of course nervous, but I think everyone in the sports industry uh, right now is nervous because we're not going to have anything for at least the next eight weeks, you know, as far and, as sports go, as far um, as sports being played, it, you mean? as far as sports goes and as far as most things go, I mean, most places are canceling even, uh, you know, comedy shows and movie theaters because no gatherings over 50. There's people that had to cancel their yeah. weddings. Well, we, you know, you know what I mean, like, so. like for perspective, our basketball show, you know, Bogman has taken a little bit more of the forefront of that this year. And he does a, a show. One of our shows is called the real big three. It's just on our in this league fantasy basketball uh, podcast feed. And it's with Dan Vespers from uh, Hoopball and Jonas Nader from Roto World. And we've been doing it for a couple of years. We've always had good relationships with Roto World and stuff like that. So they do this show. And when and I talked about it on the, the episode we had to do, the day basketball got canceled. Like I was, ironically, the whole story, I'm in a Walmart and the chaos <laughs> is kind of going on. Bogman texts me because basketball had just been canceled. Like they had suspended the season. I'm in this Walmart and Bogman's like, Holy crap, basketball suspended. We're about to do a show. And then I get a text like 10 minutes later, we're not doing a show. And it was because, you know, these guys who this is their field. Jonas works for Roto World. Dan, um, you know, Dan is a prominent force in hoop, uh, hoop-ball.com. Both of those guys, like livelihood, was kind of put to test over this one sport. And we were both like, wow, man, well, at least, you know, yeah. at least we got football and baseball. And then all of a sudden we're in this. So, you know, the good right. thing about us is, in that kind of niche, whatever you want to call it, you know, the alternative like sports world, like we built a lot of what we've done off of comedy. So a lot of sure, yeah. there's a ton of people that are on our Patreon for like, you know, my prospect ranks or our ranks or maybe Bogman's draft stuff. But there's also a lot of people there that are there because we just provide a lot. We do comedy shows on that network and, you know, we do a lot of other stuff. And I hope people don't want to go away when there's a break in sports, but we're pivoting. You know, we're pivoting to creating more content like i just did this like mystery science theater 3000 type of thing i i snuck into a conference call for the diamondbacks and uh it was it was mike hazen talking and i just muted it and i was commenting on it and that was like a 20 minute podcast we put on our patreon and we're gonna add we're adding a whole bunch more stuff so yeah legit like both of us are a bit concerned about it but we are also like we're gonna but we're gonna bust our uh, bust our ass and and put a lot of content out there that's what we're gonna do yeah, yeah. we're gonna do more live streams we're gonna do bonus comedy shows you know we're yeah uh, we're here uh, our our purpose uh for our listeners stays the same of course it's to give you a break from reality that's what most podcasts are anyway whether you're listening to one to get information or you're listening to one uh that's a funny show or for your sports all, all that stuff is entertainment it's a break from your everyday monotony. And uh, even if you're at home and um, you're not stuck at work with your terrible coworkers and you're working from home, which is nice, <laughs> you know, uh, you still like the, the news is grim right now. So everybody needs a little bit of a break and we're still here to provide that. So hopefully uh, 
you know, people stick with us and they stick with guys like you and everybody else who are, uh, you know, still going to make this industry run when everything comes back because this shoot, this too shall pass. Yes, exactly. And I'm, I'm right along the lines with you again. This is just something I've taken more serious than the average person when they get into it. I really enjoy doing it. And I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit bummed out. I honestly, part of me didn't even want to do this because I was like, oh, I just... I'm so beat up by this because, like, you know, you've been just like any other sport. And again, this is all this is the only sport I cover. And I'm, I'm like, right. oh, I, I love doing this. And next thing you know, I'm like, now the season's delayed. I legitimately am running out of content. So, like you said, I'm kind of like, what I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, well, I'll do some more live AMAs. I'll do some mock drafts and I'll live stream and whatever, just something to provide some type of content. But you know what? To put dude, something out there. You know? I think that's part of the key, though, because I, I think you have to look at yourself in this process, too. If if you are going to sit there and just be like, I don't want to do this stuff and I'm going to be done with it, what's going to change about the people that follow you? Like, you know, people are going to follow the same trend. So that's why. You know, for us, like I said, we're not um, we're not fan graphs. We're not. I mean, we're we're not a lot of different people in, in what they do. You know, sport like sport does such a great job of like you know intertwining uh, some yeah. of their you know comedic nature with just really really in in depth stuff. Where sometimes we might we might not go crazy in depth in some levels where we'll talk a lot of theoreticals. You know, we want to talk in theoreticals and and debates and kind of going back and forth. But a big key, one of the biggest keys to um, in this league and what we do from day one was two things. One, the audio quality is going to sound better than everybody else. That was that was my number one key when we started because I've worked in radio for a long time and that was something that helped us. And number two was coming back to what we said before where like Bogman and I are going to kind of probably sacrifice maybe some things because we don't want to give up and we want to hold true to ourselves that – we're going to make jokes. We're going to laugh. We're, you know, we might censor stuff. We're going to do clips. We're just going to do exactly how we want to do it. So luckily the entertainment factor is a very, very big portion. And, you know, some people don't get it, but the the people that lock into us do get it. And that's hopefully what's going to help us kind of ride through then and that we can, you know, help people and keep churning out content. So people don't lose. So people aren't disinterested because we, we could be facing this really weird space where, Everyone right now is missing sports, but if, if it were to go eight weeks or 12 weeks, I mean, obviously people, there are going to be so many people that are going to be so excited when it comes back, but there's a lot of people that could just move past it and realize like, I just, you know, I'm not interested in 2020. The years are split in half and you don't want, you don't want to lose your interest in it. And especially for a content creator, you don't want people to lose interest in it. So we, we all have a really weird job to do right now. Yeah, we kind of. I, it's weird because I guess guys like you know more independent like you and I, you you as in you guys obviously <laughs> don't worry Bogman the you're royal still there, you I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess I'm still here thanks Mike <laughs> but uh I'm just saying we have a, like, like you mentioned like we have to kind of keep churning keep it keep churning it out because a lot of the guys like I know like for instance fan tracks they've told me pretty much they've had to stop some of my ideas like I can't write about certain things because they want only certain kind of pieces right now and what I write doesn't necessarily resonate with what they want so I have to pivot on that and on that front as well and if that's fan tracks is what fan tracks is doing you have to think right wire a lot of these places are kind of maybe not shutting down but slowing down so it's almost like more emphasis there's more opportunity here for the smaller guys so to speak to kind of help bridge that gap while these other companies figure out what exactly they want to do and what they're going to do because a lot of these guys are you know they're like you said all these this isn't just a side hustle for a lot of people this is a, a an industry thing and like there is a business thing and we understand that right now business isn't booming you know what i mean no. so like they it's they very antonio to... brown sports is right now it's not yeah. booming 
it's not booming. As long as it's not touching women inappropriately, though, we're good. Also that. Uh, <laughs> also that. <laughs> this just took a hard right. Anyway, <laughs> um, so you mentioned a few, on a multiple on a couple occasions just ITL general, but you mentioned it. It didn't even start as ITL. Okay, let's just get to. I guess let's get to the origin origin story. Now mm. we've been kind of All right, Bogman. <laughs> uh, just curious to see how did this all this come you said you know just since high school like was this ever expected to get to where it's at what's going on where did tell yeah, me i think me. we we planned to have a podcast in middle school right yeah. well it's been <laughs> planned the whole time walking around sixth grade when did we meet though was it in it, w- it was before high was it seventh in seventh grade. grade yeah seventh grade yeah seventh yeah. grade i had originally from california and i had moved i moved to arizona like I think in like sixth grade or something like that. So it's like two years after. Bogman's originally from Texas, and you didn't you? How long were you? When did I you move moved here? in sixth grade also. Okay, yeah. So, so we both, yeah, respectively moved to Arizona at that time and went to the middle school uh, where it was right next to our high school. And um, our big thing was like we always played football. Football was like our life. Like I had a I had a phase where um, baseball was really young in my life, which is ironic because baseball is my favorite sport. Then I did basketball, and then in high school. Like, I played a little bit of football, but also, like, we would always have these pickup games. And that was kind of Bogman and I's deal. It was we always would play football, and then we transferred it to – I mean, it's amazing that we don't do Twitch with video games now because of, like, we would spend 12 to 14 hours a day. Just <laughs> all we did was play Madden, and we would create rosters and do all of that stuff. But We would but, never even play Madden. We would yeah. start to do a draft. Welsh would decide it about round seven. He hated his draft. We would start over, and maybe we would get a draft in. So maybe. that game that's, in, uh, we 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 barely spent time playing the game. Yeah, so. well, we would put in the roster. I remember for the original uh, MLB game, not the show, but um, what the hell was the original baseball one? Uh, was it All Star uh, Baseball? And, uh, it was Triple Play or Trip, MVP no, Baseball. No, it was. Oh, you know what? It was MVP. I think with like a Manny on. Oh it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they had the minor leaguers, but and you could edit them. So like. We would just sit and edit all of them. We had had spreadsheets and we did all of that. And it was video games, but so after Printed that, out spreadsheets. This wasn't like a Google Sheets thing. No, no, we like writing them on paper, like savages would do. And then, <laughs> but we had kind of like a lull in even hanging out for a while because I got, uh, I, I was getting into like music recording, and I moved out to LA for a little bit, and I was doing some of that. Bogman was in schooling, and we kind of had this like. Lull, lull of everything that we were doing and then i think it was like around i don't know dude like 2007 bogman and i started talking about doing something right i got back from la and you know i had this like background now of you know how to record and how to edit and all this type of stuff and then i had just gotten into radio i just started working into radio so it was like what seven or eight bogs that we started like talking about doing something yeah, probably somewhere in that neighborhood. Oh, you know what it was? I um I used to work for iHeartRadio and they had this thing, this is super not interesting to everybody, but they had this <laughs> deal where they had HD radio. And it was like really when like internet streaming was becoming popular, but here's the deal. You couldn't you can't you still can't to this day. You can't stream NFL games on these major websites because of rights. So what a place like iHeartRadio at Clear Channel at the time what they did is they needed content while these shows were on. So they had actually given some of us who worked in the back opportunity to create some shows. So I, uh, there, were, there were two sections of shows. And actually, the other two guys, way more successful. One of them is like, uh, you know, our boy Luke Bogman. 
yeah, Luke, it, yeah, he like fills in on the major show here, and the other guy's a producer. One of the guys is out of the business, and me. And we started doing this show, and we and we got some guests. Like my very first interview ever was Steve Lavin, and that was weird because I was like, okay, so Steve Lavin and Greg Doyle and uh, uh, Terry Richardson, who was at ASU. So we did some interviews. We we're doing shows, and that got me the bug of like, hey, look, we're doing this show. That's not live. We're pre-recording it and we're airing it on iHeartRadio's app and we're doing this. And that got me the bug where I got into you because know, Bogman and I, our phone conversations are that, that's show. that's like what the show is built on is our show conversations. <laughs> but now I had this background. So I went to Boggs one day and maybe we could even if I don't even know if I want to mention the podcast we listened to that sparked it. But we had this moment where we were like, we could do this better. Like we could do this better we could sound better the audio quality pissed me off and i'm like we're funny we could do this better and now i had this background of uh, and the itch for it and that's where you know we started getting equipment right box yeah it was all just arrogance you know what I yeah, mean? yeah 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 exactly we're just way better than these guys that are, are doing this professionally it's like uh everyone you know, who's like listening to us now football. like we could do better than these two idiots Right. A hundred percent. It's like, you know, watching football and you're like, I could block better than this clown. You know, it was the same kind of deal for us. So, um, you know, it, it kind of sparked from there and we started our own uh, super unsuccessful podcast because it was like this was when, you know, maybe on occasion now you'll still get a what is a podcast, right? Uh, but usually that's just old people. Most people know, know what a podcast is. At this point, so this um, was two thousand. We and, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, it was twenty. What two thousand nine? It's two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, because I just oh, bought a house. Yeah, and I was working at a different radio station, and because I had left that station, it wasn't a sports station anymore. And I just wanted to do more stuff, and I had this room in this house that we kind of built into a studio, and and that's what it was. Like podcasting wasn't popular. No one. I don't right. even know if Marin was going on at that time, and. It just. Like, I, I think Marin was going on, but it was like uh, that was about it. He, you know, he, that was pretty much it, right? So uh, we did our own podcast for I don't know uh, eight or nine months. What was the name it of the was, box? It was so bad. Um, <laughs> That's uh, how you were, though, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was terrible. But so, we reference um, it now, like it's it's kind of a thing. We have played some clips on our Patreon because people want some of it. And I'm getting flush talking about yeah, yeah. it right now. Too. Bogman, okay, so I did it the other day. We Like four episodes ago or something on our, one of our secret shows, we referenced it. It was called the Channel Cast, and it was like this. We would do whatever we want. We just talk about whatever we want, but I segmented it like it was radio, so it was kind of weird, and we would do two hours. And I we were referencing it, so I went and pulled an old episode because I only I don't have the first twenty episodes. I don't even know where they are anymore. But I have episode like twenty one through thirty or something, and I pulled some clips and I told Bogman I didn't tell him I was doing it, but I did it and I posted it on the Secret Show and I said, by the way, I pulled some clips. The it's anger, his favorite thing to do to me. It is because it makes me so. <laughs> he mad. got so upset. Oh, like, so what did you play? So, um, just as we've spent so much time on it, it was. That was our first foray. We did a lot of goofy stuff. Um, then we stopped for a bit. We had a lull. And we ended up actually buying in this league. And we made it a blog. And then that kind of went away. And then we held out for a little bit. And then we came back and we did a baseball podcast. We called it the Off Base Baseball Podcast, which then had a website pursue us to do a podcast for them, which was a wildly ridiculous mistake because they were trash. 
And that's what pushed us to then do in this league because I said, screw it. We're going to do this. We're going to do this on our own because I hate people dictating to us. And that's what we did. And that was like 2014 or something. That was the start of it. Sounds like a wild ride, man. Honestly, a lot of ups and downs. But hey, it sounds like it looks like you guys have you know found what's worked for you. And it's good to see you guys doing so well. Um, There's a couple things uh, in general. One, going back to Madden real quick. I don't know about you guys, but I was playing Madden because I would always create a player, put him on my favorite team. And my favorite thing to do would be creating like a defensive lineman, 300 pounds, 5'5", five, five, jack, like the muscle and fat things all the way, <laughs> all the way jacked up, put it on easy mode, and just run on the line. As soon as they say, huh, I'd be in the backfield <laughs> sacking people. It was the weirdest thing. If I didn't get 50, like if I didn't, if I didn't get like five sacks a game, I'd get pissed off. I was like 10 years old, man. I loved it. So anyway, uh, that was back in the day when yeah. everything was better. You know, like the college game was better because oh, you, you could download the draft class in the Madden and everything. I remember you know? paying, we would pay for the memory card for the guy to email us the memory card that did all the rosters for college. It was the best. Yeah. And then it, then it yeah. turned to you could order it online. Bog, see, Bogman never liked to create. I had we I got obsessive about roster things. Here's what I like to do. I liked realism on every front. So when I would create a player, it usually was only like I would create a roster of like all of our friends and I would do that. Or I would do weird rosters. This was my favorite bit. The two I would do. I would do one, I would put every player on the team they were drafted by and I would look at what those teams look like with only the players they drafted. And then the other one, this is where I got really weird and obsessive. I would put the players on the relative teams to their college. So, like, the Cardinals would have ASU and U of A, and then I'd have to decide, <laughs> like, you know, the Niners, I'd get, I'd give them Cal and, you know, or I'd give them maybe Stanford and maybe Cal to Oakland, and I would do stuff like that, and that's how I would just kill hours and hours of my worthless life just making rosters like that. And then I would tell Bogman about it, and he'd be like, great. That's great. <laughs> that sounds about right. It, yeah. It's not. It's not my favorite thing to do, but it, it's uh, it's an interesting thing. I mean, there's just so much you can do. Oh yeah. Uh, with those sure. video games, and we spent, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say wasted our lives playing it, but it's probably we're making up for it now though by completely yeah. giving away our lives to con- to uh, I say content like almost condescendingly just to making uh, you know podcasts and stuff like that like Bogman and I don't really write a whole bunch unless we decide to write a super unsuccessful book otherwise we just decide to podcast <laughs> or a, a super controversial t- tweet storm there's a lot of writing that goes into that <laughs> yeah, well that's well. that's a you me mean, thing you, yeah. you mean the 15 tweet thing that lost you like 100 followers no not yeah. 15 tweets oh. 69 tweets where I decided I one night, dying. but I was inspired. So if you get inspired, you get inspired that I saw they were Chris Rock was remaking Saw, and it was so yeah. ridiculous. So I turned it into that whole like Adam Sandler. They just keep adding their friends, and I created five a five movie series of the new Saws in tweets, right. and it uh, wasn't very well received. I I laughed a little bit, so I mean, I, mean I don't know if I laughed at your dismay a little bit, but I just remember like it, it made no sense for people to overreact the way they did. But I thought it was interesting. I mean, this I'm is also, a minor league prospects. I hate you yeah, now, <laughs> basically. Much. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is definitely different. Why not? Like, did I read it all? No, I would be lying to you if I did. But I skimmed <laughs> through it. Well, here's well, you missed some good ones out then. Oh, I'm sure. I'll probably, you know what? Is it, it's still you didn't take it down, right? Oh, no, it's still no, there. No. I'll find it masochist. then. Masochist. But I definitely went through it. I was like, this took some time and effort. Like I enjoy, like I enjoyed the parts I read. On, and then I saw, like you mentioned, I did. I was between listening to you um, on your podcast, mentioned about how it wasn't well received, and then seeing some <laughs> of the comments. I was like, people need to stop and just 
ignore it or mute them for a day or two. Like, get over it. It's yeah, but you deal. you know this, and this this is like a, a really really garbage bit that people do with sports is the people that are just like, just give me my sports and shut the hell up. Like th- those yeah. people are maybe the worst on the planet. And it's just like, if you're, if you're there for, for one specific thing from a person, that's all good. But everyone doesn't need to hear that you're only there for that one thing and that you don't like the other stuff. Like yeah. people like, or entertain, like Bogman and I, I see myself more as like a, I don't know, like a, a full-on entertainment person. Like we, we do stuff, you know, on our Patreon. We do stuff on air. We, we we do a lot of stuff in our shows. You know, we might not talk about it for 10 minutes, and then the people that are like, I didn't give me a stat in the first two minutes. It's just like, you got to get over it. But those people don't like that. The stay-in-your-lane people, they hate when anybody does anything different. And I'm sure they love this podcast, too. That we haven't <laughs> talked about baseball for one second. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Okay, with these, to be to be honest, like these aren't necessarily just baseball center. This idea is to kind of have a little fun. And let's be honest, we have again another three months probably before we play any baseball. The content That's will true. get the yeah. content will get out there. I'm not concerned at all. All right. On that note, we're gonna go ahead and take a brief break, and we'll be right back with you after a word from our sponsors. And we're back. But I am going to ask one last thing before we get, because we actually have baseball plan to uh, be spoken about here, if we can get to mm-hmm. it. But I am curious as far as good or bad, what changes have you guys noticed in the industry since starting? Just in general, like obviously there's been ups and downs, growth. And like like this year, for instance, the big thing that stuck out to me is I've only been doing this a year, obviously. But like this year alone, what you have between people just popping up with their random podcasts, which is fine. I'm, I'm all for it. But then you have the athletic launching like three of them and you know, those aren't going to just go away. And then you have fan tracks that just launched, I think a new one recently. And it's like, at what point does it become like, I don't know what to think. Like that's to me, it's kind of alarming because as somebody trying to build a brand, you have the big name kind of coming in saying, Hey, watch this guys. We're going to poop on you. Boom. Here's three. Like, gosh, <laughs> the athletic, the athletic just, and they do quality work with quality guys. So I'm not arguing with the results. Cause I enjoy their content too. That's a little ass kissing. I get it, but it's true. Like they put out good content. It's just it's frustrating because it's like it, it's almost makes it a little more. Uh, what's that word? I'm I'm sure I'm missing it. Competitive is definitely the word a little, but it's a little more. Um, like it, it almost like it discourages you a little bit with somebody that's trying to build a brand. It's like it made that just made it that much harder to break out. But other than that, like that's something I've noticed. What are other things? Because you've been doing this for a long time. Just you've noticed good or bad or otherwise since you started that have changed. Bugs, you can start if you want. Well, I think what you just said is kind of the the big thing is there's just way more options now, you Mm -hmm. know, because like I was mentioning before, when I'd say people would go, what's a podcast? What is that? No one's really doing that too much anymore. So everyone kind of knows what it is and they know what to do. So you just have to you have to make yourself stand out, which isn't always the uh, the easiest thing to do, especially if you're uh, a person that's not into like super big self-promotion you just you kind of have to be your your own best cheerleader uh these these times when there's so many options out there so that that's a little more difficult but i i would i don't know that a ton has changed outside of that like, I, think I think a lot has changed the biggest thing i think a lot so. of, i think a lot has changed i think that's i think what you guys said first is a, is a big one when we started it's not to say that there weren't a bunch of podcasts there were t- there were still a bunch i mean so you burn the bus was out there, but like, here's an example. And I'm not trying to say this, like, Oh, we, we did this or anything like this, but I'm just going to give you the example. We started with basketball. That was what we did in 2014. We started with our, our basketball podcast and we developed some relationships. Uh, Steve Alexander was our first ever guest, Dr. A. 
Uh, if people know him, used to, you know, him and Matthew Berry buddies and everything like that. And Dr. A was fantastic, and he became a friend of ours. And then we uh, befriended, you know, some other people at Roto World. They did not do a podcast, and we brought them on. We brought Mike Gallagher at the time, uh, Jonas Nader, Steve would come on, and they came on for probably a year and a half, and NBC had no basketball podcast. Well, they, I mean, we probably did, I don't know what we did in the first two years, you know, seven, eight, ten podcasts with different Roto World people, that it was literally told to us that they got to a point of like, well, why don't we do it? And why don't we um, monetize it? And that's what ended up happening. They, they then did a podcast, and, and we were a part of helping and showing like, well, this is what you can do. I mean, everybody thinks podcasting, oh, I could just do it. It's super easy. It's not. But, you know, we, we started helping, uh, and we were not helping, but we were having some of the people in industries that weren't doing podcasts on and because we are very guest driven, where I, I think that's also a change that's happened is a lot of podcasts were not as guest driven. Literally every episode we would do was a guest. That's that was our brand. And we did that purposely because it was designed to have help people help promote us because we're independent and nobody knows who the hell we are. So if we have really smart, good people on our show helping promote, that gives them legitimacy and it might have some more people on it. So I would say that, you know, the the amount of people having podcasts is exponential. I also think audio quality, because that's the thing that pissed me off so much about the industry was bad microphones, idiots uh, sitting around one microphone and being like, hey, and it was just like, shut up. It's so bad. And, it, and, and people would listen to bad quality because it's what they had. And that was something that I wanted to change, at least on, at least for us was we're just not going to have bad quality. We're going to have good quality, and that's going to help us. And I've seen the an exponential rise in audio quality. And legit, I've had many, many people with some of the top podcasts in sports ask me about audio stuff from uh, and stuff we've done. I mean, you know, I've yeah. me and Spore, I've, I've helped him with different things, and I've helped Jake do his setup, Jake Seeley, who's at The Athletic, and people are looking for uh, high quality. So, I mean, I think quality... More podcasts, I think guests. I really think the whole thing has just it's a it's a boom. It's a podcast boom, and all of us are just trying to sit here. Hopefully, we can stay afloat, and that's what we've got to do by yeah. creative content. And there's a lot. Of, there's a whole nother conversation about what you can do to kind of stand out and be good in the industry. But it kind of sucks a little bit because the industry has returned back into like if you want to make this a full time and you want to be really super successful. You can be independent to get your voice out there. So that's what you start with. You have to start with essentially just doing whatever you can, probably not making money, starting your own thing. But it still turns back around that you've got to go work for somebody. You know, you got to get a job uh, with one of the major companies for it to be full time. So it's I don't know if it's I think the bad parts of the fantasy industry are cyclical where it's like it comes back around if you don't focus on being self-sufficient you're just never going to be unless you get that big job. Yeah, I've noticed that. And I'm, but see, as the thing is, as someone like me, I did this purely out of just loving it. And it literally sparked one day. I'm, I'm listening to a podcast and I find myself arguing with the people I've been taking <laughs> advice from for years. And I'm arguing to nobody because nobody can listen to me. So You're like, like oh, that right, Bogman, he's so stupid. Like, what is that Bogman yeah. saying? Yeah. No, no, I'll be honest. It was CBS. Like, I actually like their podcast. I had Chris Towers on. I've, you know, I've had a chance to speak to Chris a little bit. And I was like, I love what they do over there. It's one of my first podcasts. You guys, Who? CBS, and. <laughs> CBS, uh, uh, Scott White and all them, Azer. Not familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot that you hosted there. There you go. Yeah, which was really weird to see you so refined. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I saw a full company man Welsh. Oh, no. so, like, so, man so Welsh. many elements it's like of it. So the weird. laziest guy, you know, in a suit, you know, it's like, it's like <laughs> if you saw is... me in a suit, you'd be like, what is happening right now? Yeah. The, the tie was Did like, you just call me up... a fat slob. <laughs> That's not very nice. Oh, <laughs> um... <laughs> So, yeah, it was definitely it was definitely weird to like hear the Welsh on uh, on CBS because it, again it was more of a refined version because that's more of your obviously your commercial podcast. So I understand. Sell out Welsh. Sell out Welsh. Sell out. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Oh man, I'm trying to be so. It was just awesome. No, but it's, it must have been cool because I mean to to be on that podcast. Like I said, that was one of the first ones. It's probably still the biggest baseball podcast right now going. Oh, I think is. I think I saw like. Uh, I saw somebody promoting. I mean, I and I would do the same thing, by the way. But I saw, you know, when anyone's podcast gets up in the rankings, they're like, oh, "I want to thank all the people." You know, it's the same bit of like, "I'm so close to the followers," and it's like, "Let's tweet about it." It's the same thing with that. And I saw, you know, CBS is like at the very top. I mean, they're they're Always. the <laughs> they're a mainstay. You know, I mean, there's how many mainstays truly are there? It's like ESPN, CBS. Those are the big network ones that everyone's Yahoo, comfortable maybe. with. Yeah, Yahoo. Well, but Yahoo's had so much weird turnover that I'm not sure people go there yeah. as much. Like where ES, I mean, ESPN's had the same people. CBS has had, uh, you know, Adam and Scott and them forever. And then, you know, the first, I, I don't even know how you tier them because, like, I to me, Sleeper in the Bus, you know, Spore and what he does, that's the mainstay in the industry. But yeah. it's just, it's the just off the beaten path. It's just Is not this the quite. New bracket Welsh. It's a what? It, it, is this the new bracket? Like instead of March sadness because we don't have any tournaments, is this going to be the fantasy baseball bracket? I, to be honest, I don't want to do that because I'd hate to see where we. End up. <laughs> oh, but, are you uh, kidding me? Like, we we would be in the play-in round. We wouldn't even make the tournament. So, but I know I'm just saying like like I think like a sleeper on the bus is the is the top the echelon one, but they're not mainstay because of the company. You know, Fangraphs is huge in in the inner workings of baseball, but what CBS and ESPN have is they just have name value. Like if if some is like, I'm going to play fantasy baseball for the first time, and they just click in and they see ESPN or CBS, it's just a brand that they trust, and then it takes time for people to start going in. So yeah, I mean it's uh, the, it, it's it's weird, but they are at the top. I mean there is no bigger podcast in baseball uh, from a pure number standpoint than the CBS one. No, I completely agree. And they have, like, like you said, like they just had this core of guys that have been there for a while. Obviously, you've seen Nando come and go and Al Melchior. These guys have gone on to do great things as well. But they've always had a core and very little turnover, it seems like. And that was the very first podcast I've ever listened to. Ten years later, I think it's been about ten years now since I've listened to podcasts. And when I find out, like I said, about a year ago I started, I found myself just arguing, not agreeing with them, which is fine because that's what breeds great conversation and that's what made me decide, you know what? I want to do this. I did, I was literally starting off with what fifty downloads of podcasts. I'm like, whatever. Like, obviously, and then again, like you mentioned, networking was huge. I mean, I I think I mentioned to you off the air. I never thought I'd be talking to you and hosting a podcast with the guys from ITL. Just the weirdest. Which thing is silly. Which is silly, Mike. That's you're just yeah. being. You're a silly <laughs> goose here. What are you talking no, about? I'm not being a silly goose, man. I mean, silly goose. That's such a weird term. But uh, you know, I got attacked silly by goose. a goose as a kid. I got attacked yeah. by a goose as a kid. Really? I got I got too close to their eggs, I guess, and it literally charged at me. Did you I fall remember... asleep next to their eggs like you did the podcast? Maybe that's what happened. I was actually trying. <laughs> I was trying to be like a mother goose and just you know cuddle with the eggs, and they didn't like that. Too. No, but the. Uh, I got attacked by a goose. It didn't get me, but it came at me. It, like strip. It was like wah wah wah, and just yeah. This. Would you say that goose how, was? How was uh, one more time. Yeah, yeah. Do, yeah, do that. <laughs> the 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 wah wah wah. There you go. Okay, Mike, would you say that sure goose was being right. uh, silly? It was being silly. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> definitely silly. It. 
I know. So anyway, well, that's yeah, I can't help it. Uh, either can he, I guess. It comes with being a father, man. I mean, you I know you have the cats, but close enough yeah, to being yeah. a dad, you get it. That's enough for me, So That's, especially with but, what's going on right now. By the way, I'd point out in just in full circle of all of it, where I mean, you know, good, we're good to talk about anything. I, I would say in uh, an interesting person that should always be highlighted, and, and I've done it from time to time, and I try to, you know, mention it, but like Nando, if you ever want to like know how to get into the industry or, or not saying you should bug him for advice or anything like that, but if you ever see the threads, Nando is like, like the godfather yeah he's the godfather of the industry like almost a behind the scenes type of person because there's a lot of like people that we all knew we all you know grew up knowing matthew barry and then if you dig deeper you start to know some of the other people you know the brad evans and the tristan cockrofts and stuff but like nando is somebody that when you start to dig you'll you'll have found in some capacity and like you you know one of the first voices i remember ever hearing in podcasts was nando and then we've been lucky enough to we've had nando on our show and we've worked with him over at Sports Grid, and you know Nando has done some stuff for me personally, and he always has good advice, and that that's the guy that people should look to, and you know Nando's advice to everybody that anyone want that has ever wanted to start the in this industry is um, be a Swiss Army knife, learn everything, learn to edit video, audio, learn to record learn to write, do a little bit of everything and make yourself valuable so you're not like beholden to other people so you can do stuff. And that's, that, that is a, we didn't take Nando's advice before, but it was something that gave us confidence because it's what we did. Like we would learn everything. You know, I didn't know how to video edit before we started and we started doing that. And I taught Bogman audio editing and Bogman now has, you know, he just said the other day, he's like, do I have your annoying ear for audio now like you should just as nando has said and he's a great person to listen to and he will give the best advice for people to get into the industry just be flexible learn a little bit of everything and i would always say just continue learning stuff that's the best way to um to make yourself better and don't be like well i don't know how to do that so i'll have to figure something else out you just youtube it it's uh and don't it's try to do don't try to be anybody else be be whatever the best thing that you do is yeah. you know what i mean like uh, Chris and I uh, are, are we, we try to be funny. I know some people don't find us funny at all, but, you know, we consider ourselves to be funny. So that's what we bring to our show. So, you know, if it's something different for you, do your thing. Don't try to be anybody. Else, yeah, I, sure. I'm not Adam Azer. I can't be Adam Azer. That's been abundantly made clear, you know. But let's hear your best <laughs> Yeah, No, I don't have one. But I'm just saying, like, I can't not be. And that it's, it's again, it's full circle to us you know, to a fault kind of remaining who we are and, and not being able to let go of the things that, you know, give us some enjoyment in life. I can't be Adam Azer. Bogman can't be Jeff Ratcliffe. You know, I mean, you just go on the list. Like, we, you just, you yeah. got to, you got to find your voice. And sometimes it takes a while to find your voice. But if you do it right enough, you know, people are going to follow. And Geese will I mean, follow you too. I mean, or you can just fall asleep podcasting and you kind of boom, you're done. You're good. Sometimes like, <laughs> sleeping is your voice. You know, sometimes so, it's falling asleep all the time, which is awesome because now it's a thing. And you know what? I'm OK with it. Like, I could be way worse. I've been called way worse in my life. I will continue to be called way worse in my life. I think it's kind of an honor that you haven't fallen asleep during this show with us. So I'm yeah. actually pretty well, honored. <laughs> well, you know, I got to make special, you know, 
I have to make it a little special for having a guest. You know, you guys taking your time. At least I can do is pretend like I'm trying to give mine. No, I'm kidding. That, that's <laughs> code for he did a couple rails before we started here. <laughs> yeah, just a couple. <laughs> As yeah. I'm sitting here looking at my empty 40-ounce cup of coffee. Only um, one bump during this oh, show. So. Oh, gosh. You've talked to me enough. You should good know that. Fa- good family well, content there, Bogman. Let's keep talking <laughs> well, about whatever. cocaine use. Let's keep doing yeah. that. That's okay. The, well, like I said, make it your own, whatever you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? This is the second time I've had uh, second time I've had Bogman on the show. The second time a cocaine reference has come up. So, yeah. <laughs> you want to know a funny it's thing? A we theme. we talked about it the other day. Uh, actually, uh, one of the other shows we do with fan tracks, where we're all kind of family here. Uh, Joe Pizzapia, our great friend, and Joe has been from the day we met him on Dear Mr. Fantasy. That was it. Was actually I was the first guest. Of the, I think it was the new season where Chris, if people remember, Chris McBrien had just added Pizapia as his new co-host because it was like the was it the Fantasy Doctor was that the old co-host? Yeah, the Fantasy Doctor. Yeah, yeah. And I I didn't know Pizapia, and we met on that show. We had such a great time, and Pizapia ended up being a great friend. And he, um, you know, he obviously he asked Fantrax who wanted to do the show with us, but the he was the first person to bring us on satellite radio because. I had a good run, by the way, of going on Sirius, but they never call me anymore. But Joe was the first one to get us on, and he didn't say this to me, but he goes to Bogman uh, the very first time. <laughs> tell, tell what Joe had to keep telling you when he, he, now, he was Bogman, having you on. We're on live radio, so you cannot <laughs> cuss. That was like he, he kept repeating it, and I'm like, Joe, I can contain that. He was so okay. worried about Bogman not being able to yeah, control I, I himself. I think he was literally sweating me, so, you know, it was uh, – <laughs> He, he was a little bit nervous about having me on. So I'm more likely to say something inappropriate than I am to curse. So, yeah. You know. And that's, it's kind of, I don't know. I enjoy that part, but I get it. Not everybody can, you can't be that way on everything. And it's kind of hard to be reserved. And I do, do getting to know you a little bit, Bogman. I could totally understand why he was concerned. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I've known Bogman I mean, for 20 I'm, plus I'm, years. I and seem, I think I seem more like a wild card than I am. So, <laughs> No, you want to know what it is because, like, Bogman's right. Like, he's not going to curse. I mean, neither one of us. Like, we have an ongoing bet on our radio show. The first person to curse has to pay the other 100 bucks, and it's never happened. But We're way more addicted to being cheap than cursing. 100%. (laughs) But Bogman definitely loses his gauge more than me. And, like, we, to this day, will still have a time where, like, we'll be doing something, and we're pre-recording it, and I'll be like, Bogman, you can't say that. I'm like, we got to redo that. Ben. I'm like, you cannot <laughs> say that. When was the you, last time you said like that? Like three months ago. You absolutely. No, I don't think it was that. It, it was. It 100% was. So Bogman will still, to this day, will have some of those moments. <laughs> I, where I remember he, a really bad one that we'll have to. Yeah, I remember a really bad one that uh, we'll have to tell you off air, uh, <laughs> Mike. But uh, yeah, I don't remember much outside of that. But that's also probably why I do it's it. Selective because... memory. Selective distancing yeah, just, and memory. Yeah, selective memory just doesn't seem like that big a deal to me. I'm like, what did I say? No. Yeah. Okay, so so now that we've been doing this almost an hour, you guys have a hard out. You guys have to get out of here. I'm being, I'm a fully transparent. I'm okay with that. But before I let you go, I'm cutting, obviously, about half of what we were supposed to speak about. But I do want to ask one thing, just in general, and this is kind of... I think a lot of people have this question with just the uncertainty of the of the starting day. And of course we need some fantasy baseball content after at the end of all this, but at the, with everything just un, so uncertain going on, how are you drafting? Like, how are you readjusting your ranks? Have you not really decided yet? As far as the guys with innings limits, injured players, you got to think some of these guys like Lazardo move up a little bit. McCullers move up. Stanton obviously gets his bump. Suspended players move down. That's my mindset, but where are you guys at with it? I'm I'm the same way with you. I think everybody uh, 
everybody has to move up a little bit that has an injury that isn't Chris Sale, that doesn't have something that seems like it's a season ender. They all got to come up because with, you know, um, you know, as we're recording this at this point, the CDC saying that uh, no groups of 50 or more for two months, that's yeah. going to set the start date back even further. And all those little spring training injuries like Aaron Judge and uh, Giancarlo Stanton and all that stuff, they are not really going to be relevant by the time we're actually in full-blown playing baseball. So you got to move them back up your boards where we just had moved all those guys down. So I think everyone that doesn't have what seems to be a potential season-ending injury uh, needs to come up a little bit. Yeah, and actually baseball literally just dropped a press release as we're recording this that uh, May 15th is the absolute earliest that baseball is going to return. That's um, that's uh, an official word at this point. So June is more likely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little dicey. <laughs> I mean, if you were over on the Internet, essentially the only thing you need to make sure not to do is boast about the, all the cool values you're getting on the players and you can have this conversation. Um but, yeah, I think, like Bachman said, just about everybody has made movement. I've been working on my ranks. We're still going to be updating our ranks on uh, Patreon because there are still people. I mean, they're just tout. They're just doing drafts. We have uh, Steve Gardner yeah. on the uh, In This League Baseball podcast from USA Today, and he just did a draft, and they, they had to do it online, and we'll probably talk about that. But I think the majority of all of the major questionable guys moved up. Like Willie Calhoun. Like Willie Calhoun's an interesting one because – if he was going to come back in, like, let's say June, he might let, – let's just for argument's sake here, let's say baseball comes back June 1st, and let's say they don't want to rush him back. He now might only miss two weeks, but he was coming at such a low cost that I think he can actually return to value, even though he might not be back, where every other one of those guys, I think you just have to go back to original values. We did a uncensored mock draft on our Patreon, and it was just post-baseball being – um you know, being put on this uh, delay. And I got Verlander in the third round. So you can see people haven't quite adjusted where I do think you almost have to kind of just reset the clock. Sale is the major question mark. Cole Hamels is a little bit of a question mark, but Sale's the only real prominent one where everybody else, I think you can jump back in. But there's also, in my mind, and I'm not sure Bogman agrees with me, there are some players that I think get boosts just off of um, the actual games that are going to be played. And I'm talking about some rookies. So like uh, Jesus Lazardo and and Julio Arias, I think those are two players that now get boost because whatever the full season looks like, I think you're going to get a full season of those guys. Where the inverse, you could have players like Alec Baum and Spencer Howard who look like they could get some, maybe Joe Adele as well, Dylan Carlson, they could get some decent time this year. But if they don't break camp, there might not be enough games for them to even be relevant. So those guys might move down boards where some of the shortened inning or shortened season guys might get um, initial boosts, at least in my eyes. And that's how my ranks are going to uh, are going to reflect it. Oh, yeah. And of course, all this stuff just happened as I released my I think I did, I did top 30 across the board over. I just started. I just launched a website baseloadednetwork.com, And I was hey. like, you know, what? I got to put rankings up there, of course. So I put rankings up there and literally like, two days later. I realized I have to redo them all. Like I, I spent hours getting them all situated, updated, fixed the post on them. I post them real quick. Cause I'm like, Oh, drafts, you know, draft season's here. This is still the busy season. And now it's like, I have still have my home, my home league drafts. Like I have one tonight and one Wednesday as of right now. Are you still doing and, them? That's interesting. Cause Bogman and I have the, uh, he, our like home. Well, it's not long-term. We just restarted it. Bogman after my team was so amazing, but we restarted it. <laughs> 
And like our draft is just postponed until we have some type of insight. So that's actually really intriguing to hear that you're you guys are keeping. I think a lot of it is just these guys. Not only is everybody ready to draft, not everyone's like me. I've been dra- I, I was I was willing to push it back. I've been drafting since November. <laughs> like I've been right, like, right. I have NFBC teams from like when they first opened. So I'm a true degenerate. I've been drafting all offseason. So I was okay pushing it back. But a lot of these guys aren't like me. You know, a lot of these guys play two or three leagues. They have been looking forward to this draft, and it, it like it or not, it is a good way to kind of get your mind off things. You get to kind of feel like it's here even when it's not like realistically baseball not, might, might not be back till july 1st like that is a legitimate possibility if not later you just don't know because what are they going to do when somebody comes like they, they're like all right we're gonna have games somebody comes to the game a, a cluster of people get sick because that one, one person was infected without knowing and now we're back at ground you know back at uh, starting point i'm not i'm not that's sure that biggest. that's necessarily the case like and i've seen that a lot and uh, uh, that's been a pretty big thing where people are like well what happens when you know the next person because we had the first reported case um, of a baseball player, I forget his name. Yeah. It was a Dominican uh, player for in the minor leagues for the Yankees, and the Yankees minor leaguers, they're all quarantined. Like they they can't leave their hotel. The Yankees are actually literally delivering food mm-hmm. because this guy had got to them. But here here's the thing, and I think it's been like a common a common question mark in all of this is I don't think it's going to be necessarily the issue of okay, you know, let's say we do this, and in June a guy you know gets sick, and then they're going to shut down the whole team. It's that everybody is responding because there's not enough tests, there's not enough access, there's not enough hospital, that they need to slow it down. It's only about slowing it down. So I think yeah. you're right. I think in June you're gonna have you're gonna have like a, a dude or two that they could pop up, but they're not gonna have to shut down all the baseball. They're quarantining that guy, they're gonna have the proper tests, it'll be months down the road. So I don't think we're in that situation where that's going to be a major uh a major problem if a player gets sick. It's just they don't. They just have no accessibility to stop any of this right now. And obviously, you can see. I mean, Idris Elba. Idris Elba just got. I don't know if you saw that. That's like another one that. of those celebrities. It's just. It's just a weird time right now that I almost can't live in that world right now. Of like, if a player are they going to to uh, to stop again? I don't think they can afford to have another stoppage after this. But you know, you never know. Yeah, exactly. There's just so many unknowns. So um, I think that's going to do it. I do appreciate you guys' time. I would love to pick this up on another another conversation another time because there were some things I think it's just to bother you with. But it was for me, this was very enjoyable. So hopefully other people enjoy listening. A little different than we usually do on this podcast, but it's all right. So Who's your biggest uh, host, last, Mike? Who's the biggest guest or guest that you've had on here? The biggest? Yeah. As far as weight goes? Or? Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> this is a heavyweight. Um, this is a heavyweight one. Uh, it would have to be a, a toss-up between uh, Spore and Pollock. Probably. Oh, what an absolute disappointment this is for people then. What an absolute disappointment. <laughs> you weren't sure if you were sitting the bar high or low. Uh, I was just well, curious. I was curious yeah, where the bar was. Us, yeah, so. the bar's on our neck. That, that just, I just want to yeah. know how the level of disappointment people have for sure. But it's, it's pretty okay. high. I, I enjoy this. See, but I hate, I hate that. Like, I know it's kind of. I don't know. I know it's tongue in cheek, but I really enjoyed this, and I think other people will too. And last time we had Bogman on, people, I had some good feedback, yeah. but I, I don't know how much I enjoy the cocaine comments. But it is what it is. Oh, well, sure. I mean, I believe you moved that to meth gators and all that stuff because uh, all that was happening too. So that was that's a bit of a wild card show. So yeah, and, and it's because I mentioned I live in Daytona, where there's I mentioned there's a lot of hookers here, and uh, we're going down that rabbit hole again. All right. It's um, it's a good way. To, that's a good spot to end it, guys. I know you guys have to get out of here, so I do appreciate your time. For those who would like to follow the Welsh and uh, Bogman, you can follow them on Twitter at Is It the Welsh for Welsh, of course, and at Bogman Sports for for Mr. Bogman. Gentlemen, plug all your ITL stuff. You can find them on Patreon as well. Go ahead and 
get all that out there for everybody? Yeah, patreon.com slash ITL Army. It is a weird, weird ass time right now. And <laughs> we're hoping that we can like, you know, I don't know, keep people busy. We're gonna be we're we're committed to doing more content. I just actually tweeted about it uh on Monday that it's something we want to do. Bogman's going to be doing more live streams. Uh, I've actually got some some Twitch stuff that might also be Patreon exclusive. We're going to add. We might be doing more shows. I mean, listen, like you know, do we have a little bit of a worry? Sure, but also we've had so many, like so many people positively talk to us about how like we've we've helped, and it's just like you know making jokes and stuff, and people being entertained in weird times. Hopefully, this is a form of it. So. You can check us out on Patreon, and then you know we got all of our show feeds. Prospect One, I just did a big breakout show with a whole bunch of guests. Eric Cross, who people are familiar with, obviously James Anderson. This week, I've got Ralph Lipschitz. I've got uh, Ray Butler. Who else? I have Chris Blessing on a big episode. And Bogman and I, uh, with all the crazy football news, we're also going to be dropping a new football podcast. So we're just trying to churn it out. So hopefully people uh, dig it. They uh, they want to support. And, you know, here's another baseball one we haven't even announced, uh, but people will see it. We're bringing back our Player Debate podcast, which is on our baseball feed. It's a thing that we did since last November where Bogman and I, we take a player in relative draft range and we debate them and we go really stat heavy and then we kind of have an open forum after we stop that in uh what did we stop in Bogman like mid February? Uh yeah, yeah, uh early February, late January, somewhere in that neighborhood. So, yeah. I think I think we put them out into February. We finished recording them in January. Yeah, yeah, so. and and they're like they're like 15 minutes to digest and we did like 20 something of them and we're bringing them back and we're going to do a whole new host at least for another month, maybe two now that we have more insight and that'll just kind of, you know, just be a whole other thing. So I mean, we might end up having like four episodes a week for the uh, baseball feed. So we are committed to just giving people info, hopefully making them laugh. So just follow us on Twitter or check out the Patreon to uh, keep checking more. Mike, keep up the good work, dude. You're doing the hustle. I appreciate all the stuff you're doing and you got to keep up the hustle. And I hope, um, you know, I hope you keep getting good success and I hope people are digging what you're doing. Cause uh, I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate the kind words. I really do. And Bogman, I don't want to not give you one final word. So, you know, can you, can you finish up strong? Or did the Welsh take all the wind out your No, sails? no. I mean, we've got, <laughs> like the Welsh said, we've got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, you know, we're going to be doing comedy shows on our Patreon as well. So if you guys need a laugh, which a lot of people do, uh, you know, get in there for as cheap as five bucks. You can get all the Welsh's prospect rankings and our comedy shows and our live streams and all that good stuff as well. And, you know, just have us on again, Mike, so we can talk about meth gators and hookers and cocaine and all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, all the bad stuff. <laughs> on that on that note, guys, I appreciate everybody who's still listening. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter as well. I'm at Mike underscore Curland. You those that better know me as Sleepy K these days, which is by the way, that Sleepy was actually K. that was that was that was a that was a nickname given to me by Liftshits himself. So Ralph, well, di- didn't Sleepy K go around Florida for I'm like just, a I, year at one point? Dude, I was just about to say, I'm pretty sure there is an epidemic of Sleepy K in Florida going on right now, but it's a whole other thing. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I'm like the host of that now. Like that is my thing. Like that. Is, I, I'm the dealer. It that's is a, your rap a, name is Sleepy K. That's mm. why Ralph called me that. It's something about the like '90s rap name. It sounded like you're like now. little Dicky. Yeah, you're over here. Yeah. You're like, hey, everybody. <laughs> Sleepy K. Sleepy K. So, anyways, oh goodness, I love it. This is the best outro ever. Um, feel free to obviously hit us up on Twitter for anything fantasy baseball or fantasy related. Or you know what, Bobby mentioned it best. If you want to talk about the other stuff, you could. Yeah, also meth. You want to talk that. about meth? We're here for you. We can do that. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> on that note guys we just truly appreciate you listening we'll be back with plenty more content through Better the few guess. months and uh just talk to you soon guys thank you bye <laughs>